All right, everybody, it's time for another Team Rally the Podcast. Uh, I have no idea what we're doing this week, so yeah, so here you go. All right, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Team Rally the Podcast. We'll see you at the end, I, I think. Bye. Hey, Chris. Hey. Time for some more. This is the next plane. Why did you feel the need to do the Kermit hand wave over your head when you do that? Like, they can't see it. Because that's what gives me the energy to do it. I know you're not doing it for my enjoyment, so you must be doing it because you get off on it. I don't get off on it, but it keeps my energy up. You don't have that page. What's that? 359? No. How about 243? I can do that. Here's the story we just read. 225, 241. What's funny is that we could be repeating stories and not even know it. No. Point. I, I, no, I'm actually pretty good when I read things. I remember them pretty good. Unless it's some text I sent you. You sent me a text? See? Heavens above atmospheric and astronomical oddities. That didn't fall from the sky. All right. A transient shadow on the moon was observed by <laughs> Dr. F.B. Harris on January 27th, 1912. Wow. About 10.30 Eastern time, I was surprised to see the left cusp showing the presence of an intensely black body about 250 miles long and 50 miles wide, allowing 2,000 miles from tip of cusp to, well, the other, other side. side of the cusp. Wow. The appearance was... Yeah, was fully as black comparatively as marks on this paper. Monolith. And in the shape like a crow poised. Oh, never mind. Of course, dark places are here and there on the lunar surface. <laughs> no, it was just a crow in between him and his telescope and the moon. Wouldn't surprise me. It's, it's just, it just happened to be flying straight towards the telescope. Yeah. Uh, it's huge! <laughs> it's, it's getting bigger! Of course, there are dark places like this here and there on the lunar surface, but not like this. Dark places like that in town. <laughs> not to be tedious, I will say that every effort was made to eliminate any error of vision or other mistake. The moon is very tricky. Ooh. Well, especially then. And what uh, are you talking about? 1912. Yeah, we already had like computer lining up. And oh, well, stuff. yeah, yeah. These guys with little, uh, little telescopes. <laughs> I mean, these aren't the most sophisticated scientific equipment ever well, made. I mean, but for it, the time it was. Yeah, I was going to say, for then it was. Uh, optics were not quite perfected. Yet. And it's very unlikely that anything of this character will be seen in many years or hundreds of years even. I, well, yeah, because everything got better. Um, I cannot but think that a very interesting and curious phenomenon happened. Popular astronomy, 20... Colon 398 to 399, June, July, 1912. You've got a point. So say it was some sort of alien thing going on. It would now. Aliens. Yeah. Roger C. Clark made a very valid point. They were debating on this radio show about whether or not aliens were visiting. And Roger C. Clark says, I don't doubt the existence of aliens or that they might be someone sufficiently advanced to come and visit us but I doubt they're doing it now. And they're like, well, why? Why, why, why wouldn't he be doing this? I said, well, no, if you're an alien and you're out exploring the galaxy and you come tooling through our solar system and see this rather primitive, by your standards, planet, you're basically going to give it a once-over. 
drop a marker, say, well, when, we'll come back when they're sufficiently advanced to talk to them and go on about your business. Yeah. And you've got literally millions of systems to get through mm-hmm. before you come back. Mm-hmm. So actually probably more than millions, but yeah. So the odds of them actually hovering around and hanging out, hanging out is very slim. Yeah. That's why. Even I, if they do come by. That's why I have this problem with all these people who have been quote abducted by aliens. Because I agree with what Arthur C. Clarke said. Well, I mean, they're going to drop a thing and jet. They're not going to hang around and grab well, they might. I mean, the biggest idiot they can find. Well, they might. They can, like, and then jam a probe in his ass. They might grab a couple of sample humans, bring them up, a couple other cows or whatever they bring them up there, give them a once over. Like, all right, drop them back down. Probably weak. I mean, yeah, but there's hundreds of thousands. Of people who have been like, oh, yeah, I was abducted by aliens. I spent a year on their ship. Really? No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they, they, come by, they might pick up a human to give them a once-over. Yeah, but they're, they're probably there for the like idea. 10, 20 minutes, maybe an hour. But then depending on how sufficiently advanced they are, they might just pick one up and take it with them. Not worry about putting it back. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if like... They, for their zoo? They're the scientists, they grab a fish out of the sea. It's like, oh... Let's go take this back to the lab and cut it open. Well, I mean, yeah, I can understand that, but that's like somebody just disappearing. Yeah. Not being taken and then brought back not, so they can tell their story. Well, no, I'm not commenting on the abductee stories. I'm commenting on the... Well, they right. might pick somebody up, but they I could. don't know they're going to put them back. They know? could pick somebody. Could, that could be one of the reasons why people, quote, unquote, vanish. But we're talking about one or two people right. over the span of history. Yeah. Well, no, there could be like one or two people every... I'll be small. 10 years, 20 well, no. years. I mean, those aliens aren't coming back for a second go round. No. But, They're going to wait till we get advanced enough to talk to them before coming back. Right. Should that happen? At this rate, we're not. So so here's a possibility that this guy did see the one alien ship coming through. And he's absolutely right. He's We don't, we'll see this again in you know, bunches, many bunches, years or hundreds of years. years. I don't know. There's too many, quote, UFO sightings and alien sightings. To, uh, what the hell? Uh, to, um, you done with it? I think so. Unless you want me to read something else. Is it you want to close something else? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, cue alien music. All right. There you have it. Another episode of Achieving Reality Podcast. Done and done. No idea what we talked about, so I'm not going to quiz you on it. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of how my life goes. Been very busy. Uh, with my new job and all so all right so for chris marissa in parentheses and everybody else involved i'm larry saying eh, whatever uh booger snot